You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. All right, Dad, we are remote once again. Where are you? Why are we remote? I am on a cruise for two weeks right now. We're heading to Shetland Island. The ponies are. Where the ponies are, yeah. Yeah. Why do you sound so excited about that? It's going to see ponies, but uh, you got to do it, I guess. But we went, we did Scotland, we did Ireland, we were in Amsterdam, we ended in Amsterdam at the end of the week. Um, and it's been um, it's been a lot of fun. It's great with Dan and Michelle and we're having a good time. But honestly, I feel like I'm a fucking Arbor's Edge retirement community. Everybody's 80 and 90. That's the only downside. Yeah, I mean, that's like the nature of the way you're traveling. You're on a cruise. I've been on other cruise. They've had other activities, and it's 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 a little too old, and there's not really any activities. Yeah, I mean, I guess a, a cruise to Ireland seems like it would attract like old white people to me. Well, it's it's. But you're an old white oh, person. Oh, you're so funny. I'm far from old, Ronnie. Um, I wouldn't say you're far from old. Uh, you, you're not I, I, old. Kick your ass. I'm 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 able to do everything you could do more and better. So how old can I be? Really, you're ever, you're able to do everything that I can do more and better. Physically. Um. Nah. Okay. Uh, what, do you, what do you think you could do? What physically do I think I could do better than you? Um. Stay up late. Drink alcohol. That's not a sport, by the way. Well, who and said late, who, who said sports? I you would you sleep just, later. You would sleep later. I get you need your eight hours beauty sleep. I get five hours. Yeah, that's true. I'm just trying to think of like what young people can do. Good water though, in a bottle. I like it. I, I think I could do like I let's do this way. In all fairness, for for my age, I'm pretty oh hundred percent. You, you, right, you're, so you're saying, very good for your age, but you're not far from old. You're almost 60. Far from old is, is, is 20. I don't feel old. I feel good and, you know, no problem. But I'm saying, but there are people that I feel like it's just people that it's, first of all, everybody's fat and ugly. Most people are fat and ugly. Yeah. But that you're on a cruise. No, we've been on plenty of cruises, no problem. I would say every cruise I've been on, everyone's fat. Everyone. It's unbelievable how people don't take I feel like it's Disney World. People, some people like your scooters, canes, walkers. It's a cruise. That's why they go I on. I guess people who like like when I went to Japan, right? I had a backpack. I was going city to city every, every love, different day. I love to do the backpack thing. But like that, someone who's fat can't do that. So someone who's fat, when they want to travel, they're like, oh, I can sit on a boat all day and it takes me to places. That's what they do. It's a fat person. Then there's a retreat with like the special level, which is eh, nothing but right home about. But and all people do is they go up there and they look at their iPhones, they look at their iPads, and then they read them like, you spend 20 grand to look at your iPhones? Like fucking like. Once you're on the ship, what else are you going to do, though? I don't think I don't know. Just like you can do it at home. What have you been doing? On the boat. Watch your mom, watch your mom look at her iPhone. 
So you're doing even worse than that. You're you're not even looking no. at your own phone. You're looking at someone else looking at their phone. No, we um we uh, worked out. I was on a Zoom for some work today more than I would have liked to have. Um, I like a little more activity. Not gonna lie. I I don't know if mom would, but I like a little more activity. Um, I don't know. I I I don't know. They're talking about doing a two week to Asia on a cruise, but I don't know. I'd rather do it your way. Yeah, I I mean, teach their own. I personally am not a fan of a cruise. Like, I'd rather do what I want to do when I want to do it and like how I want to do it. And a cruise is like you're seeing these countries, but with this with the same group of foreigners in an American, right? Like you have your room, but like when I, when you go to a country, not on a cruise, you're surrounded by people who live, who are in the country and you're like doing local things. Like you come home every day and it's like to the nice Americanized restaurant, you know, I do sort of, I do like coming back to cruise relax and I like that. So there are pluses. Right, to but it. That's an old person thing. No, I no, I just I certain luxuries you do like, but I don't like uh, getting on with the fucking tour buses and seeing these and the fucking being with the common folk and and everybody's fat and ugly. I hate to say it, but the world's fat and ugly. That's not the world, just just America and the UK. There's a lot of non-Americans. There's a lot of foreigners on this boat. But like foreigner, like what? Who who else is fat? That's foreign. Not really. Anyone besides the UK and America really are the only yeah, fat I people. I guess like, that's true. Anytime you meet a French foreigner, they're not fat. Or like, uh, you know, you meet like someone from Thailand, they're not fat. Yeah, I got to figure out a balance for uh, maybe like a Ritz Carlton cruise be higher end and higher level of service. Right, but all the complaints that you just made were not about the the le- the level of high end. No, I think I think the I know it's not tough. There are more people like us. I don't know. I feel like I'm. But I why do you like think I'm a higher end thing would attract younger people? I actually think it would be the well, opposite. Disney, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I'm in Disney World. Fucking element people. The way they dress, like you got to do people dress like oh my god, I wouldn't wake up looking at that. But you froze. Can you hear me? I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. I just think maybe the element of the people, if I was with a little bit of a different element of people, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, teach their own. Not my way of traveling, but I understand the well, pros. I get it your age, not your way of traveling. I get it. I also like unpacking and I'm not unpack 10 times. That's a hassle also. I know, but like that's the whole point of travel. Like traveling is never like easy or convenient. It's either to give a take or take, right? So you gave up the excitement of traveling for the, for the comfortability. When I go on my trips, I give up the comfortability for the excitement. You know, I'm living out of a backpack. It's way less comfortable, but it allows me to like, I'm in a different place every single day. You're in the same place. Just different ways. Yeah. I, I, I still like different ways for someone old like you. You think you're being funny and making digs? Just trying to tie it back. There's no tie back. Cause I'm not old like me. No, you're not. Fifty-six, brother. That's not old. But when you were when you were twenty, you probably thought like a fifty-six-year-old was an old person. But it's also changed. There are old fifty-six-year-olds and young fifty-six-year-olds, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I look at some of your friends. Some of your friends look like they're fucking old. Oh, like my friends, not my friends' yeah. parents. Right, your friends. 
Yeah, they don't look as old as you, but they might look old. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll agree to disagree, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you think my friends look older than you? No, 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 no. Um, have you been like, what else? Have you been keeping up with anything in the world? There's also, there's not really much going on. So you haven't missed much. <laughs> no, we have the same six channels. Um, I watched the um, Wimbledon final last night. So that was US good. Open. So. That's what I meant. U.S. Open, I meant, right? That was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but no, it's we're not really keeping up with anything because there's no need for me to. Yeah. Hold on. You you going on? No, there really isn't anything going on. But um, I mean, that doesn't preclude me from having things to talk about. But you froze. Now you didn't. Okay. I was saying there's not really much going on, but. That doesn't mean that I don't have things to talk about. I always have things to talk about. So you had a nice dinner party. You guys prepped and cooked for about 18 of your friends last night. How was that? Well, so Bryce, Bryce for like a few months has been trying to get, like, he's been like, I want to cook a big meal for all our friends, which I'm like, I mean, that's so, first of all, so nice, right? It is very nice. But for months I've been like, Bryce has been trying to do it. And I've been trying to like, he's like pie in the sky with his ideas. And I'm like, you have like, you can't make 17 dishes in one night, you know? So I have to like keep reining him in. And the whole time I kept being like for months as he's been trying to plan this, I'm like trying to just be like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you got to do it this way. So anyways, I was like, fine, I'm just going to let him do it. He but then nice I ended up put together, wait, he put together a very nice menu. Yeah. Right? Which is, it looks great. He loves his cooking. He's got his, uh, Fried, what's it? Bryce fried rice. What's it called? Steak fried Bryce. Steak fried Bryce Instagram channel. He does his cooking show. I mean, he has a pair. I like the fact he has a passion, desire, and likes cooking. So I, I respect that. You know, it's all great. It's just like something that I didn't sign up for that I ended up having to do with like a majority of the work for this thing. But it's fine. Like what? What did you do? Half the cooking with him, all of the cleaning. Um, all of the hosting, you know, I had to like set up chairs and tables. I had to like, you know, clean up. I, I, I spent an hour. I So everyone, we had like 17 people over 18 people, whatever. And the whole time I'm cleaning dishes, I'm like cleaning up after people, all this stuff, whatever. And then everyone leaves. Um, they all went out and I didn't feel like going out. And also the place was a mess. It was just full of shit. So then I spent an hour before I went to bed last night cleaning up everything. And the place was spotless. Hey, close your closet door. It looks better with your door closet door closed. Um, but that you get from me, Bronny. You know what I'm saying? You you well, get that from yeah the cleaning component. That's just your personality. You're like a mini me. Well, because I was like, if if I went to bed and it wasn't clean, I would have known in the back of my mind it wasn't clean, and then I would have woken up and been like, should I have to do schoolwork? I have to do this podcast, and I don't even want to look outside because the whole kitchen's a mess. But if I could knock that one off the checklist, you know, wait, you said, you said, wait, right. But you froze. Oh you God. Froze, this, you're this, lagging behind. This internet is going to be annoying. Good now. Is it my internet? Probably. I mean, you're the one in the middle of the ocean. All right. They'll survive. It's probably you. Yeah, it's fine. They'll, they'll not, they'll have to, you know, accept it for this you one. episode. I mean, I trimmed this. Yeah, you look good. You look good. Thanks. And I get no, a haircut, but haircut. not not from mom's place. So I cheated on them. Yeah, look up. Let me say, look up. 
your right side is a little longer. I yeah. think. Whatever. Yeah. And dark, you're a hairy motherfucker. So how was the rest of your weekend? What did you do the rest of the weekend? Yes. I mean, yesterday, all day was was cooking and prepping and cleaning. Um, today's you, Sunday. You see, what, you see what mom goes through, right? With all these functions. It's a lot. What do you mean? I see what Santa goes through. Yeah, Santa does a lot. Mom did it for years now. But yeah, mom's yeah. always had help. Yeah. Now she doesn't yeah. do it. What's your Friday night? Um, oh, I just went to like a Shabbat thing with some people and then just came home and watched and watched oh, yeah. that Adam Sandler Jewish bar mitzvah movie, which is actually, I enjoyed it. I like it. You're so you're, you're, it's, you're not, so you're, you're not so invited to my bar mitzvah, right? You're so not invited. Yeah. Yeah. Same difference. Uh, it, um, it, it, it was cute. And it was like very, like I was watching and I was like, oh, we're so funny Jewish people. And like, it was very relatable. It is, and he had no role in it. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was his daughter's movies, and he probably was just in it to like market it, right? Because if he, if he wasn't in it, you wouldn't have watched it. But it was cute. Yeah, I liked it, and his the 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 one daughter. So, for those who don't know, this movie um, is with Adam Sandler and his two real daughters are the play his daughters in the movie, and his wife. It, well, his his wife's in the movie, but she doesn't play his wife. Um, but his two real daughters play his real daughters, and one of oh, the wife. Oh, the wife was uh, yeah, the, Adina yeah, Menzel right. or Adele Dazim, if you will. Right, right, as Travolta says. Yeah, um, one of the daughters. It's it's a shame because one of the daughters looks just like Adam. She got his exact genes, and one of the daughters looks just like the mother. And so, one of the daughters, you're like, oh wow, she's pretty. And the other daughter, you're like, she looks like a man, like a thumb. It's so wow. unfortunate. Looks like a thumb? Yeah, the older one, 100%. Wow. And the old, so the older one didn't get the looks or the acting capabilities. She was a bad actress. The younger one got the looks, and I think she's a good actor. Like, I think she has a career ahead of her. Right. She was cute. Yeah. Yeah. So that it was a good the movie. But weird the mother's weird looking. Adam Sandler's wife? Well, she's had too much work done. Yeah, it's weird looking. But like 20 years ago, she was pretty. They all they all get the work done and then they look like grandmas. Yeah, I don't know why they fuck it. They fuck it up because they all they'll go like this and their faces all become grandma like because all the grandmas try to do the facelifts and all that shit. Only Jews do that. It's ridiculous. Only Jewish women do that shit. They have a hard time growing old and they all look similar. Yeah. to each other and they all look similar to trans people because trans people get the same surgeries so like literally you'll see like a you know and nowadays too like young girls are getting all those surgeries girls my well, the girls the young girls your age look like the joker they all look like the joker they all have the same nose same high cheekbones same fucking lips and it's like it's fucking retarded and they do the duck fucking for the taking pictures you know, stupid thing. I can't stand it. Well, they also, all, they all look trans to me. Like, like you'll see, you know, like supermodels nowadays or whatever, like Instagram influencer girls who have all this work done and you'll look at them and you'll be like, that could easily be a trans woman who used to be a guy. Cause they look the same. You know, they have like the, the certain cheekbones, the chiseled jaws. Yeah. It's the, the low, the, the chin. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't like the look. They all look exactly the fucking same. And there's these women on that fucking post on Facebook that we know, like mom's age. And they all look like they went to the same fucking surgeon. Like, like clown. They look, they're borderline almost like Jigsaw from Saw. Yes. Right. With the cheekbones. Yeah. yeah they look like it literally their face goes like this. All right. Stop. <laughs> then you open their mouth and you want to fucking, they're fucking even worse. Ugh. Yeah. And they all sound the same too. Anyways. No, but it's true. They, they look like Jigsaw. 100%. Yeah. 100%. There's that surgery that's now trendy. It's called buckle fat surgery. Have you ever heard of that? fuck's that so apparently like this right here like this area you know how like like everyone right you you feel your cheeks and there's there's skin there and fat right like that's healthy right everyone can squeeze their cheeks and you like have extra skin because that's that's, what your grandmother squeezes when she gives you five dollars for your birthday right and like that's what a healthy face looks like girls are now removing that so that this is like concave so instead of like this it looks like that kind of so it's like chisels their face and they're literally, it's called buckle fat. I don't know why, but they're removing their cheeks. And that's like the new trendiest surgery. Yeah. And so with the fat fucking asses, which is disgusting, the big fucking, it's disgusting. Well, that's old lips. now. The big lips, the eyelashes. I mean, you look like a fucking crack whore when you do that. Disgusting. But remember I called, I was, I was so clairvoyant on this trend or I just am so smart on trends, I guess, but I called like over yeah, a year ago, remember I said, I said, I think the big butt Kim Kardashian look is going away because everyone is good. Everyone looks like that now. So the Kim Kardashians at the top, they don't want to look like everyone. So they're going to do something new. And remember I said, it's going to revert back to like nineties skinny stuff. Yeah. And then like literally three months after I said that Kim Kardashian got her butt filler removed and her lip dissolved. Dude, you talk, we talked about Obama being gay in the letters and fucking, uh, What's his face does it? Tucker. Yeah, we are the shit, bro. They're following yep. us. For real. We we are we are Tucker ahead of the curve. Us, bitch. We are fully ahead of the curve. That oh that Tucker thing, did you listen to it? No. It's weird Why? because this guy, like, so Tucker interviewed the guy who his name is Larry Sinclair. He is a crack addict, like an op- has admitted, like admit a crack addict, like gay prostitute. That apparently like let Obama fuck him in the eighties on like an NDA, like he didn't know who it was, and they he said that they smoked crack together. But it's like I, I don't, don't know why would we believe a crack now. addict prostitute now? But why now? Well, apparently he's been talking about this for decades. But like why? Like why? He just when you watch it, you're like this guy does, isn't believable. Like I I would believe Obama over this guy. But Obama is gay or bi. Well, th- not officially. We think that. The letter's a little strange. He's about to have men daily. Yeah, no. I, I mean, he, I'm sure he is gay. But yeah, th- that thing, came, that Tucker interview came out literally two days after he released ours. So yeah. We're on it. Wait. Um, all right. And how's law school going? Let everybody give everybody an update on law school. You're what, three weeks in? Yeah, I, tomorrow is to, running for the U.S. Supreme Court. Tomorrow's a month. Tomorrow's a month. Um, God, yeah, isn't that crazy? And there's only two months left of the semester. Can't wait to get you off the payroll again. Well, there's a couple years for that. I know. Um, it's it's fine. It's like the the crazy thing is how um 
like different people are. Like I even, uh, there's a girl that lives in my building, nice girl who who's in my class or in my, um, she's in my year. She's not in my classes. We have different professors, but I was coming home from dinner on Friday night and she comes into the elevator with me with her backpack on. It was like 9.30 p.m. And I was like, are you coming from school? And she was like, yeah, I, I wanted to get all my work done for the weekend at school. So classes end at 3.30. The latest class you can have is, ends at 3.30 on Fridays. So, I mean, she was in the library for six hours on Friday. doing her work done. I got all my work done today before this podcast. It took me an hour and a half. But everybody's different. No, I know. That's just what I'm saying. And, like, there are some people that, like, uh, on Thursday, I was sitting behind this. We had to, like, switch rooms for one of our classes. So I was sitting behind, like, a new person. And this girl had so many papers, everything highlighted. So many papers. I was like, and I didn't, I, I was looking at the papers. I was like, what even are those? I don't even understand, like, how much. There's not even enough, that much material that we've covered to warrant, like, for that many pages. So what are you, like, what have you printed out? What are these, what are you working on? Oh, my God. People are, And writing down enemies. every word the professor said, every single word. And I'm like, if you're writing it down, you're not listening or understanding. You're just writing it down. And then you're going to have to go back and be like, what did this mean? Could you imagine? Everyone's doing it differently. So, I mean, it's just, and some people are already so stressed, but... Uh, whatever people do it differently bro i've been there it's just fucking law school it's not that big of a deal it's been fine so far yeah not medical school medical school is a whole different beast yeah it's really not that much work so far it's two three hours of work a day it's like that's do you wish do you wish you went right out of undergrad no way i'm it's so much better going now just more mature have a better grasp on time management importance of things like a lot of these kids are like nervous to talk to the professor or they're like nervous to be called on because they're like what if i mess up but when you like are an adult you know and you've like worked and you've messed up in like a way more stake you know like i've messed up where like it actually matters you know i've messed up like on a set where like it costs money or like you know it's like it doesn't in class like the professor calls on you and it's like some of these kids are really nervous to talk to the professor Where I'm just like, oh, it's like, you know, it's just a person. So that maturity is very helpful. That too. And I think also being a bloom, depending on how you're raised, like we don't, it's a whole different mentality for us. Cause like, I don't care about, you know. Yeah. But even when I was an undergrad, it's like how you kind of talk about like how like a lot of young lawyers are so nervous, like about the judge and like how, and then you're just like, but they're just like a person that I'm just doing business with that, you know, it's like the same kind of thing. When I was in undergrad, I was nervous for the professors or I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, can I like talk back to them? Or like, can I question, like if they say something and I say something and they're like, well, and then I'm, you know, can I defend my position? A lot of these kids don't do that. They're like nervous to do it. I get it. Comes with maturity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Some people like that. It's just how you're raised also. Right. That's true. I mean, it definitely is a lot of a personality thing too. I mean, Blooms are always been secure with who they are, so which I think is a, is a huge, great, positive trait. And I think that works well in the world, too, with everything else that you're doing. So I think, you know, that's what makes, I think, me good as a lawyer. You know, I, I'll oppose a judge or whatever it is and do what I got to do to protect my client. And my, what's the worst? They're just fucking words. You're not you're always beating you up. Yeah. So who cares? You know, and, and it's and 
And what's the deal? They say motion denied. I'm like, all right, he's the right. I'll try. I'll go on to the next thing. But he's only do the best he can. So you know, they're not God. They're not the Messiah. They're not the fucking. So <laughs> bless you. So. Thanks. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I've learned so far, which is just like a conception change. You know, it's like, uh, and and you've been, I think, trying to like you've mentioned this my whole life, but um, it's like just a way to think about it. The biggest thing I've learned so far is like there really isn't an answer. Like everything is is how you can make it right within the the scope of the thing. So it's like but when you're when you go in, like when I, you start, you, you know, you think it's like the loss is says if this, then this, you know, it's like if you do this, then this or if this happens, then this. And it's like, no, you just take if this happens and then it's like you can fit like you can make anything work if you're smart enough to make it work. Right. So so when you when you're younger and when you first come in a loss, one, which makes sense, here's mom. I can't hear mom because you're in the headphones. Because in the headphones. Hi. Okay, mom says hello. So when you are, you know, when you first come out of law school, you're, or I mean, in law school, whatever it is, you, um, what are you doing, Nelly? So what am I at? Okay. So what happens is you, you know, which makes sense when you're young, everything's black and white and you're gung ho, but there's, yeah, you can be creative and there's a lot of different there's a lot of different ways to interpret it, being creative, uh, you know, salesmanship is good. I remember when my dad told me in undergrad, take some acting classes, which I did, which I like theater was a great thing. And it's salesmanship and 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 knowing your other side's position. Can you hear me? Yep. Knowing your other side's position so you can overcome that position and be creative. And then, and then, no matter what you write down in the in your briefs or your memorandums, you it still comes a lot down to how you argue. Right. You it's argue. just like it's about convincing. It's like taking your like whatever side your client has and being like, okay, this is what I have to deal with. What is like? How can I work this into like making it where the judge can't say no? Like, it, so it's just interesting because I like when I first started like our property class is really where I, like I learned I, it was drilled in because like our torts class is pretty like if this then this you know it's like if the person intended to make contact and it was like you know whatever it's a battery like you know you, it's like if this then that but in our property class we would like read a case and then go over it for like two classes so like four hours just go over like all this stuff and I was sitting there like how do I take notes on this? Because it's not like, you know, the professor would ask like, okay, so in that case, but what if it was only, you know, five inches of an easement and not like five feet into the property? Like what is the, you know, and it's like, there's no rules for it. It's just like all contextual and all like based on the individual thing that you can just pick aside and argue. So, but yeah, it's interesting. And and you got to look at your opposing side. You got to look at the judge because judges. I many times start off my motions or whatever the hearings, and the judge is against you right away, and you got to convince them. Yeah. And then you know, and then you, how strong do you want to be the judge? How you know what position you want to take? You know, there's all this different stuff. But you'll learn. Or that you have to convince them that the other per side isn't right. 
not that you're right. Yeah, that's different. I, you'll see. It's, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's so, definitely um, a lot to learn for sure. And uh, you think it helps having a father as a lawyer, like growing up with that, or not? Oh yes, so, with so many things. Yeah, just there are so many things that like I I already know about just because you've like talked about them. Interesting. Like cool. like procedural stuff, not like rule, not like <laughs> rule stuff or law stuff, but like business stuff of what a lawyer like what a lawyer does on the business side you know like how you get paid the like politics of like how you should charge all that stuff it's like i've heard you complain about that my whole life so i know about it (laughs) did you learn like when you went to that trial with me on the west coast of florida did you did that help you see i mean i didn't know much about like what was happening at the time so i didn't really know like what was happening but i just like listen to you (laughs) gotcha gotcha yeah. That was a fun day. Yeah. I destroyed the guy. Yeah, you did. Destroyed him. <laughs> um, going uh, yeah. back, I just have a, a thing on my notes, which is like has to do with what we were just talking about, about like all the well, surgeries. And I want something to talk about after that as well. Go ahead. Because we were talking about all these surgeries and I was telling you about like that face fat removal surgery. We've never talked about Ozempic on the show, which is actually kind of crazy. Why? What's so crazy about it? That, that's such a big thing right now. That's happening, and we've it's never and we we we've, we've never given our thoughts on it. Um. So explain what it is for the people that don't know. I mean, I feel like everyone at this point knows, but for those who don't, and a couple of things like Ozempic. Aren't there a couple of other medicines? Well, Ozempic well? is is a is a name brand, but there's the generic, which it's called semaglutide or something. Isn't that one with an M now? Manjaro. Manjaro, Manjaro too. But they're all the same. Um, <laughs> the mom in the background. <laughs> the, the, they're all the same. Should that, I go so, blurry? You want me to go blurry on the back screen? Yeah, you can. Can you can you get rid of all the unnecessary things in the back? Do you even know how to do that? There you go. Nice. Um, there's me. I'm just a tech for an old guy. All right, we see your arms now when you do that. Um, so so there's an ins- like insulin medication for for decades have as a side effect. So like people who have diabetes, they have to take an insulin shot, right? But that insulin medication as a side effect has like curbs your hunger. So it gets rid of your like desire to eat. You don't really feel hungry. Kind of like when you take it, when you drink a coffee, you don't really feel hungry for like the next hour or so, whatever. Well, that's ironic because I would have coffee for like my lunch and that alleviates my lunch. Right. Caffeine gets rid of hunger. For a little bit. And it do- it really does work for a little bit. It 100% works. I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's also like why people Wait, say like... On. We don't pay for this now. I think we pay for this. Go ahead. We do. I don't want to pay for it now. Like, go ahead. It's also why people say like girls who like like love cocaine are always so skinny. Because it's like the same thing. Like the the oh. uppers of the cocaine, just like the uppers of caffeine, it, it blocks your hunger feelings. So like okay. people who like girl, like skinny cocaine, you know, crack whores, like you say, are always really skinny because they don't really have a desire to eat. They're not eating that much because they don't have to feel hungry. Um, so okay. it's the same kind of thing. But in this insulin medication does that effect, but even more so than caffeine. It'll like satiate your hunger for the day, like, which is crazy. Wait, say that again. Wait, you you just broke up the last sentence. It'll, you said it doesn't even more than caffeine, and then you broke up. Right. It'll satiate your hunger for the whole day. Why are you shaking your head? Okay. 
Um, why did you shake your head? Uh, you broke up, but I heard it. Okay, go oh, ahead. Okay. Um, so people... Going, in, I can't hear. In the last two years, people started noticing that, oh, like I've heard that you don't feel hungry on, when you're taking insulin medication. So they started taking insulin medication. It wasn't prescribed. They were taking insulin medication for just that symptom. So they didn't have diabetes. They just started, they took, Ozempic is the biggest insulin medication. So they started taking that and using it just to satiate their hunger, not to combat the effects of diabetes. And then now it's- Suppress hunger. Yeah. So now it's become such a big thing that doctors are literally prescribing it for that reason. So instead of it being people were like- Right, right, right. Yeah, instead of people using the side effect as the main effect, now it's being used just for that purpose. And it's huge. Everyone is doing it. And people are losing a lot of weight, a lot. But there's all these other caveats. But what are your thoughts on just right. that? What are, what, are the, what are the other caveats? There, there's like right. the moral caveats. And then there's like the physical actual caveats. The main thing is, I mean, the... the Surface level, first thing I think is but wasn't wait, wasn't penicillin in wait, 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 Bronnie, wasn't penicillin invented by mistake? Like it was, it was for one thing, and then they so what's wrong with if and I'm not saying I agree, disagree, but what's wrong with if Ozempic was for this, but they also found it could be used for another thing, so now it has a dual purpose. Totally. Penicillin wasn't invented for something else, and then it was used by mistake. It happened by mistake. And then they found, oh, this could be useful. You know what I mean? So it's a little different. Like there was, it just occurred but, one but day. But also, wait, but also, I get it. But also, and I'm sorry, there's like a delay in the, due to the internet, but isn't like vinegar used for, you can use for salad dressing, but also used to clean countertops? Dual purpose. Right. I Dual purpose is great. And a lot of medications are used for multiple purposes. However, there's two things then under that. One, it's way too early to know if it's neutral, like if there's no side effects or not. Mm -hmm. And two, the, I guess there's three things. Two, there's no way. I mean, it just doesn't, it, it gives, it gives you pause. Okay. Like the, what this drug is doing, right? If you think, okay, what is this doing? It's making me not hungry. Hunger is the only thing that matters in your body at the end of it, right? Like eating, food, energy, fuel. That's the only thing. That's the foundation of everything else in your body. You die without food. You know, like everything comes from food. True, but we also, there's an argument that that we are conditioned based on uh uh, advertising everything else, what's in front of us, and the and the chemicals put in food to make you more hungry than we should be. That they're convincing you to eat more, and that's why, like when we started this podcast, that people are fucking obese. Like I like eating less personally for me. So like when I do that, I just found that it was called Nomad, only one meal a day. I only do pretty much only one meal a day. Um, oh man, I like it. Omad, I said. You said Nomad. No, Omad. I said. But my point is, what's wrong with, like, I don't like feeling obese. My bowel movements are better. I feel, no, I feel healthier. Um, I don't feel nauseous. I'm losing weight. Uh, 
you just I don't know. I think that you I agree. feel better. So I think we I think with all the shit foods, like today after I worked out, I went up and had a salad. You know, I could have eaten like sugars and this and that, but I think that makes you want to eat more and eat more and more and and they do that chemically to fuck with you. So you do keep eating. Totally. It's a big, it's a big business. The food industry is a such a big that this, there's every one of these big companies, food companies, have a whole team of scientists, scientists on staff to make sure that the the way it is molecularly or chemically that it works with your body to make you crave and want more. So your brain fucks with your body that you want more. That's 100%. a bad system. That's unhealthy. Right. 100%. I agree. You, you know, I agree with that more than anyone. I don't eat anything that's like fake or processed. But right. there's, there's, mul- there's multiple things, though. Like, I agree. People are eating way too much food. People are e- eating way too much shit food. And even if they're eating normal portions, if they're still eating food that's not real food, right? Like if they're eating Cheetos and, you know, Oreos, there's no sustenance in that anyways. You're better off just not even eating. they eating chemicals and fake shit. But Ozempic doesn't solve that problem. It's it's not saying oh it's, someone who's on Ozempic who's taking Ozempic to lose weight isn't going to say you know what I'm I'm not hungry for that cheeseburger let me just eat this kale salad instead they're not doing that no, but, they're just but, eating but it might of the Cheetos I, but no but it might you're right because we do have friends that are on it and they they gives them a license to eat whatever the fuck they want to eat they just are you know so they're not changing their ways but maybe for some people. It will, they don't want to gain weight, so they'll try to eat healthier, maybe. I'm the same. Yeah. Secondly, take someone like Gary, who we know, who lost like 50 pounds. I think it's great. It's much healthier. It's got to be better for the, on your organs and your muscles to not have so that kind of weight. That's where the, the science that's coming out is showing that what's happening with Ozempic is people are losing weight, but the weight is coming not in fat just fat loss it's oh i heard this yeah yeah go ahead it's it's not just fat loss that's contributing to the weight it's it's all of the tissue loss so you're not just losing fat you're losing muscle tissue organ tissue like you know heart tissue you're losing every type of weight so not just the fat that's bad you're losing all the good shit too you're losing your muscle density. You're losing inter intramuscular right. well, tissue. We do, we do know that it is scientifically proven that people do need to, for longevity as well, you need to work out and build muscle mass. That's a given. So it's not like, I agree, these people are like promptly, I would make a general statement, lazy and just look for an easy way. That's the other it. big thing about it. Right. But I think as a human, as you get older, you need to just like you need to make sure your uh, bones are strong with calcium. You need to make sure that you work out. You need to build muscle mass. Muscle mass is a very important thing, as well as cardio. It's a it's a big, it's a lot of things you need to do to maintain your health. Yeah, but that's why like the the moral part about Ozempic, I guess, why you like I think it's wrong and bad for society in general, is that it's like the whole point of losing the whole point of being healthy is to be healthy, right? That doesn't mean being skinny. It means being healthy. So someone who's anorexic, they're very, they have no fat, but they're extremely unhealthy. Someone can have no fat, but they're just eating Cheetos all day. 
and they're extremely unhealthy. So like being healthy is about being healthy. Being on Ozempic to lose weight, and now you have no weight on you. You're, a, you're you know, skinny, but you're still extremely unhealthy. So it, I feel like it's, it's causing the whole paradigm of losing weight to change where 10 years ago, if you were like, oh yeah, I'm, if you told people I'm trying to lose weight in their mind, it meant, oh, you're changing your lifestyle to become a healthier one. You're eating better. You're eating less. You're working out more. You're being active. You're taking vitamins, right? Like that's all the connotation. Now it's, oh, I'm losing weight. It just means you're just losing weight. You're not being, you don't have to have any healthy change to your lifestyle. And there's no way that that's good. It's just for, for all of human history, being healthy was like one thing and losing weight was about one thing. And now it doesn't have anything to do with that. And that I have a feeling, I have a feeling that either in 10 years, we're going to look back and be like, I can't believe people were doing that shit. That's so like insane. Or I, I, I mean, maybe that will come from like a lot of bad things, right? Like there might be like very bad side effects to this whole thing well, that, that we have I, no idea about I and why are everyone, why is everyone prescribing it all these doctors are just like yep yeah, it's safe and it's like how the fuck do you know how do you know because the money thing obviously i mean that's the way it is but i think that you look some people they're 80 or 100 pounds overweight that the uh bypass the gastro bypass i'm not opposed to it in that but the regard. gastro bypass is different because that's that's a permanent thing, and it's altering. It, it, it's just it's altering your portion intake, right? So, like, the thing with Ozempic is it's it's a complete temporary thing. It's not changing how you. It's not changing your relationship to right, eating. But, but people might need to listen. I agree with you, but if people don't, you need to work out your muscle cardio. You need to eat healthy. Right, but Ozempic eat- is getting rid of all of that. It's saying you don't need to do any of those things. Right, but then those but those people, you ever see someone who's thin and they got the fucking, you touch their arm and it's like, oh, fucking jello. It's disgusting. Or they still, you know, I don't think it's going to make you grow old gracefully and, and also healthy just because you're thin. I think you need to, like I said, you need to work out. You need to eat the right balanced diet. Like, and, you know, you, you know, like you said, right. If just cause you're thin, if it doesn't mean you're healthy, you need to eat a well-balanced diet, muscle mass, calcium, right. Vitamin D fish oil. Uh, you need to do everything. It's like you need to be else. fit. You want to be fit and healthy. Well, that's, a but don't, I but don't do you that. see it as like, you know how everyone like, it's like your way. It, it's, it's no different in my mind to like, Oh, someone has, someone gets a little bit stressed out with their workload, right? Like me, I'm in school, right? Like I have all this, I have this work to do. Everyone before my generation forever, they just buckled down and did the work. But now there's a pill that'll make you, you know, Adderall, right. boom. Oh, You're it's right. a, right. I can just now offload that. Oh, I'm a little nervous about doing things. Oh, I can just take a Xanax and now I'm not. It's the same thing. It's masking a problem. It's not solving a problem because the person who's fat, clearly they're fat because they have bad lifestyle choices. Shooting up Ozempic 
isn't changing their lifestyle choices. And so this, and then it's like, now they're dependent on it. Right. So someone who's like in my situation, who's in school and they, they're like, you know what, I'm going to take Adderall to help me get through all this work. Now they don't, they, now they can't do the work without Adderall because they don't, they're like, no, I, I, I only do the work when I'm on Adderall. So now they do it forever. So it's the same thing. It's like the second you stop Ozempic, you're just going to put all the weight back on. I agree with you. And I already said, but for some people, like you take Gary, I think, I don't know, I, he's always sad. Let's say, I, I don't know, I think it's great for, for our friends. Some people, I think, but you're right, but people use it as a license to eat whatever they wanted to eat. We have another buddy of ours that is on like two different kinds, and he's and he does it, and he just keeps eating what he wants and lost weight. So I don't disagree with anything you're saying, but I think for some people, I think it's a good thing. But yeah, it could be a huge issue like anything else. But I also just feel like there's a, like a moral, like so there's something wrong, like, you know, there's something wrong with, with, tricking your body into not being hungry. Like that just feels like there's going to be so many negative, not even physical, just like mental, emotional, societal implications to that it feels it's like against God, you know, it's like that level of, of, uh, like the same thing, well, kind of well, like how, yeah. Cloning, cloning is against nature All the foods they do hybrids and foods. The, the lettuces, the different kind of lettuce they make, different kind of yeah. But you don't see an ex, you don't see a difference of an extreme between like oh let's make this lettuce less impervious to bugs and let's take your body and turn off its most basic function. Like no, there's I I'm just those are different analogy. extremes. But but I'm I'm not saying extreme or not. I'm saying but the, you know when you said it was like you know tricking God or whatever they make foods that never even existed. And they're doing this. It's not part of nature, but they're now natural. So I, I hear you. I think for yeah, some but there's extremes. Are, there, there, there's levels. I'm not disagreeing, about, but I think as someone who is overweight that has been trying for years to lose weight and they lose, can lose fifty or hundred pounds, I think I'd rather them see them on that and be and thinner than heavy. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I but yeah, I agree I, with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying because you can't really argue against what you're saying. But for some people that are obese, I think it's a great thing. It makes them feel better about themselves. It gives them a new lease on life. They can do things they couldn't do before. And it gives them, makes them feel good if, you know, they lost 50 or 100 pounds. That's a huge thing. But then you it's know? also, yeah, I'm, and, and I'm, I mean, but also that it's not a huge thing. They didn't do anything. Okay. But Why is right, that a huge thing? Because it might, this might need a little bit of help. That not a little bit of help. Better. All the help. They're not doing anything. Right. But the, like, like when, when you see someone who's like overweight before Ozempic, when you saw someone who was overweight and they lost the weight because they worked out, they started eating healthy. You're like, hell, like that's so admirable because I can see with my own eyes, you, there was no way around it. You put in the work to achieve the results and that's extremely respectable. That doesn't exist anymore. No, even like anyone. No, you can't now look at someone unless they're like hugely muscular. That's the only way to tell that someone is fit now. And that's, I think, problematic for our world. You used to like, it's the same thing with plastic surgery, right? We've talked about like how I think plastics, one of the reasons why I think plastic surgery is so bad is that for all of human history, we could gauge what someone was with our eyes. And then therefore, like, and the whole point of like attraction and all that stuff is to be like, okay, this is what my offspring, these are the 
qualities and genes my offspring will be inheriting, right? So you look at a woman and you're like, she is attractive. Okay, there will be attractive genes, attractive slash healthy slash fit, whatever genes that will be passed on to my children. Plastic surgery got rid of that because you have no idea what the person looks like. And now Ozempic is getting rid of that. Wait, you could still tell people who are, I hear what you're saying, but you still could tell people who had plastic surgery who were good looking or not before. You know, maybe because you're a little bit younger, but you know when people had plastic surgery and didn't. Yes, right now. But in 30 years, everyone's going to have, everyone's going to have it. You know what I mean? Like it's already, everyone has it. So it's like, you don't really, it's changed the way we think of attraction. How about that? That's what I'll say. Yep. I, I hear you. But the and this Ozempic thing too, like you used to be able to just look at someone and be like, oh, yep, they're fit or they're not. That, that's not the case anymore. So you like, and then those genes, right? Someone who's unfit, let's say someone who's obese, there are so, some people, it's just fully lifestyle. But even that, that is, there are definitely genes that get passed on with that. With like someone who just lives an unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. That's something that for sure gets passed on to the children, either through the genes or through the teaching of the parent. And so it's like, you can't look at someone as a mate and be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're fit and healthy anymore. That doesn't exist. And that, I think, is like a very big problem for our society. Very big. I think, I think that and there's so many out there. There's so many oh, issues yeah. out there. <clears throat> but, I, but, but what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And I don't disagree with anything you're saying at all. At all. Yeah. And it, I think it's also just to put a cap on it. It's just too early to tell. It, it, it's a different, like when you take Advil, right? Like, let's say there's a new drug and they're like, oh yeah, it just kind of relieves your headache a little bit, which is what Advil does, right? Like it doesn't like take all your pain away. If, if they really sat and they're like, we don't have any long-term studies yet. We don't really know what it's doing that much, but the, the effects are minimal. Then it's like, okay, probably the side effects aren't going to be that great. What Ozempic is doing is like a drastic body change. It's, I think it's just we're, we're throwing it around way too flippantly. And like to, to it's like the co- I, I feel the same way about the COVID vaccine. That's a, dra- a drastic body change. And so I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. And now we're learning that it's causing all these fucking heart defects with everyone. Knock on wood. I know. I I know. I know. I know. Megan Kelly know. was just on, on her show last week, said she. Um, she developed an autoimmune disorder last year. She's been healthy her entire life, never had any disorders or whatever with the doctor. And now she has this horrible autoimmune disorder. And she said, it's, it, she's like, it's gotta be from the, the vaccine. She's so, like, I regret so, taking it court. Like, yeah. Yep. So my, you know, my closest friend, who I did martial arts with, you know, Scott, his, his sister has a terrible, uh, like, where her, her everything's hardening up. It's yeah, a terrible, terrible. Th- thing. That's what's happening. The scar, like scar and, tissue and, around people's hearts. And I think this, and they think it's from the COVID shot. Oh yeah, top. It's, it's happening. So, happening everywhere, no left and right. No cure. Over at all these college athletes are getting heart attacks. Yeah, it's happening all the time. I just sent you a text. Read it. California first. Oh yeah, I saw this. So it says California just became the first state to declare transgender history month. 
So what do you think about that? I know. I think it's it's fucking retarded. I don't understand what transgender history is. What's the history? (laughs) Fucking California. I'm going to get it up. Let's see what they're saying the history is. Oh, this is transgenderhistorymonth.com. So let's go right to the source. Celebrated throughout the month of August in San Francisco, Transgender History Month is legally recognized. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. It is a month in which transgender, transgender San Franciscans honor the rich history and contributions of transgender history makers, pioneers, trailblazers, and affirms the ongoing presence of transgender people in the world. But what is the... What's the history? And, and they what didn't is, exist four years ago. And what do we need it for? And, and why a, no, a month? What do we need it for? Seriously. What's the point? So this says, in August of 1966, black and browns, trans women, and drag queens started and led a riot against police harassment at, in the Tenderloin District in San Francisco. Known as the Compton's Cafeteria Riots, it is regarded as the first large-scale act of resistance of transgender and queer individuals against police. So it's they have one event. That's their history. <laughs> one event. Literally. Then it says, according to historians, the riot attracted hundreds of residents in the middle of the night. The riot changed the way transgender individuals were treated in San Francisco. Without the riot, San Francisco would not be the trans and queer international center it is today. Right. That's their one event. It ends right there. The intersect, like that's the event. Transgender history timeline. And they oh, need a whole month. Fucking retarded. We can go. August 3rd. Oh, no, that already passed. The Riot Party. The Riot Party is a transgender district's annual celebration in commemoration of the Compton Cafeteria Riot. Their whole event, their history, right? Their history is one thing. Let's look up even how many people were at that thing. But it's a whole month. It's a whole month. Compton Cafeteria Riot. Um... I wonder how many people were there. It doesn't even say. The 1960s was a pivotal, peer, pivotal period for sexual gender. Um, Those Stonewall riot. And staff, staff of the cafeteria would frequently call the police on transgender customers. The riot began on an August night in 1966. The exact date is unknown because there was no media coverage at the time. Oh, so we don't even know if it's real or not because there's no media coverage. The police, res- a, a worker called the police claiming that some transgender customers were raucous. The police responded to the call when one of the cops grabbed and attempted to arrest a trans woman. She threw a cup of coffee in his face. Could you imagine? The cafeteria erupted. Patrons also said they threw many items such as sugar shakers, tables in there. So it's one person. The next day, more transgender people, hustlers, tenderloin street people, and other members of the LGBT community returned to the cafeteria to picket. Because they would not let the cafeteria would not let them enter. The demonstration ended with the newly installed glass windows being smashed. Compton cafeteria business declined over the years after the riot and closed in seventy two. That's it. You know what, Jews? Jews, we have you know, our history goes back three more five thousand. We have years. a Jewish month. Do we have a Jewish month? No, we don't have a Jewish month. But there's a Holocaust Holocaust Remembrance Week. Holocaust Remembrance Week. But no month. No, and our by the way, our history is literally the oldest history of any religion in the entire world. So we have the most history. Their history started in 1967 with one person being touched by a police officer who threw a saw, a, a, a salt and pepper shaker. That's unbelievable. 
So wait, let's California. see what California. Let's see why California said they have to. Um, so this is from state assembly member. I believe that as Californians, our strongest defense against the anti-trans agenda is to just tell the truth. Let's tell the truth about transgender people's lives and lift up the history of the transgender Californians who left their mark on our great state. The development comes amid a slew of outrage surrounding school gender politics in the state, including state attorney general's lawsuit against, oh, you hear this? So the, the attorney general of California is suing the Chino Valley Unified School District Board of Education to halt the enforcement of its mandatory gender identity disclosure policy. What is that? So is so certain people in so wait, California AG. So what does that mean? The the Chino Valley School District is saying they don't want. We do one more time. Says here, California Attorney General Rob Banta on Monday announced a lawsuit against the Chino Valley Board of Education to immediately halt the enforcement of their gender identity disclosure policy. So let's see what that is. Every This is what he said, the Attorney General. Every student has the right to learn and thrive in a school environment that promotes safety and inclusivity regardless of their gender identity. We're in court cha- challenging Chino Valley forced outing policy for wrongfully and unconstitutionally discriminating against and violating the privacy rights of LGBT students. The forced outing policy wrongfully endangers the physical. I want to know what that policy is. Oh, here. The lawsuit alleges that the parental notification policy violates California's equal protection clause and constitutional right to privacy. Um, so I guess they're saying. Like the school is saying that the parents have to say, you know. My son is a boy. Or my son is a girl. Well, it says making them disclose whether it's a boy or a girl. And, and the state is saying you can't do that. The state's saying you right. can't right. Say, tell it's us. It's California. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Imagine that. The state is saying you can't tell us what your child's gender is. No, the I child think saying to. you don't have to. I think they're saying you don't have to. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Hey, you have any fatherly advices or, or we're passing on this one? We'll probably let's save that for in person because it's better for in person. You got it. All right, Brian. That, that was the thing you had to tell me. That was a good one. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I saved it. Why, Nelly? Mom says bye, Brownie Boo. Okay. Bye, mom. He says bye, mom. Love you. All right, Brownie. I didn't Any say love brother? you, but I meant love you. What? Well, <laughs> can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll be back to our regular. Uh, in next studio week. episode next week, right? But this was good. This was fine. Yeah, it's, it's a nice catch up with you. We managed, right? Yeah, I, I haven't you, seen buddy. you. I haven't seen you in two weeks. I'm not. I don't like it. I miss my boys. I told mom the other day. I really miss miss the house. I miss my boys. I miss the routine. I love yeah. seeing you guys. I love you guys. Yeah, yeah. But right, you'll be back soon. Have a good rest of the weekend. Enjoy your week. I'll speak to you in a day or so. I love you, and I'll see you either Friday night or Saturday. Okay, I love you too. Have fun on the trip. You're joking, right? Well, yeah. I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic yeah. about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid.